degrees are what Virginia employers are looking for. Get the in-demand skills you need to land your dream job. Visit onlineVirginia.net to explore online degree options from our partner Virginia colleges and universities and find the right program for you. Welcome to Fear It Goes, the podcast all about taking your fears with you and doing it anyway. I'm your host, Brandi Taylor. Hello, 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 beautiful souls. Juicy day today is. Okay, we've been getting a lot of rain and there's been a lot of overcast, but there's been so much excitement bubbling up inside me. And I really wanted to share it with you. So beautiful souls, this is the last week, at least I think it is, of our business episodes. So our business series, I want to close it with this. Often I talk to you about challenging some of your mindsets, how to expand them and really elevate yourself to the next level and the next level of you. I really want to help you create the most successful life that you are literally jumping out of bed with excitement for every day. And yes, it seems like such a crazy statement, right? (laughs) I'm jumping out of bed every day. Who does that? Actually, quite a lot of people, when you're living in your purpose or you're living on purpose and you're doing something that just drives you, you can't help it. Some days I wake up and I'm like, oh my God, that's such a good idea. I got to go write that down. I got to go do this. I like, I'm just driven. And then there's days that I'm like, oh my God, I'm so excited. I'm going to work with this person. I get to see this shift, this tiny little incremental shift, but I know it's going to be massive over time. So I really want to make sure that we kind of talk about a few things today. One How do we look at success? How do we look at failure? And how do we accelerate it? And what's holding us from being in that? So first, I want to bring you back to the days that you were a little baby. And you were out in the world on your tummy, having tummy time, and it was wonderful. And you were exploring your world, figuring things out, right? At that time, everything is really exciting. Then you discover couch surfing, where you're like starting to kind of pick yourself up. And you're, you know, you're taking your hands and you're kind of taking those little steps along the couch. And your mom, your dad, your aunt, your brother, whoever, they're all like, oh my gosh, Joey just picked himself up. Did you see that? This is so awesome. And you have your cheer squad. As a baby, you're not really realizing that your big goal is to get up and walk. But maybe you do. Maybe we just don't remember that we are thinking, I really want to do this, right? But the goal is to walk. So you're doing your little couch surf. It's really exciting. And then mommies and daddies are all over trying to get you to walk because they're like, you can do it just one step, one foot in front of the other. You got this. You got this. And they're cheering you on all the way. And every step you take, they're cheering you. They're telling you how great it is. They're celebrating you. 
And it's kind of funny because in those moments, we're taught that this is how we excel much, much quicker. I really want to get to mommy or daddy's arms as fast as, like, I want to get there. And they're really, they want me to get there too. This is great. Everybody's supporting me, right? I'm not alone on my journey. Okay, so now we've learned how to walk. That was the big goal. And we've now reached that goal. And this is awesome. But then along the way, as we get older, we're taught that that's not how we're supposed to look at success. It's not how we're supposed to look at failure each time we fell down or fell on our butts or, you know, like wiped out on our face, whatever it was that we did when we were learning to walk. We didn't give up and say, oh my God, I can't do that. Of course we didn't. And we had our support with us. But somewhere along the way, we didn't realize that we were our own support too. And somewhere along the way, we were taught that failure means something that it doesn't. We were taught to believe that failure meant this painful experience and that if I just avoid it, I don't have to feel that. And it's in those failures or preventing ourselves from making those failures or having those failures that we actually don't get to really grow into these great, big, awesome giants that we are and these incredible experiences that we can have. One of the big lessons when it comes to failure and flipping that switch, again, when we look at that baby learning how to walk, it's cheering yourself on all the way along. So every one of those wins, no matter how small it feels, I lost a pound today. I got out and I went for a walk today. Um, I actually went to the gym today. I didn't eat that cookie today. Whatever it may be is a win. And you celebrate that win. You celebrate and you cheer yourself on like your best friend, like your cheer squad. Because every one of those moments of win will actually help you get to the next one and help you get to the next one. And it also allows you to go, okay, so from, you know, more of a subconscious state, you're kind of going, okay, this worked. I want more of this. And then the things that didn't work, we just know we need to tweak that. We need to change that. We just need to shift that. I'm often, actually, I always think of Thomas Edison. Always, always think of Thomas Edison when it comes to failure and the way that we view failure and absolutely finding success. And that is absolutely through the way we perceive failure to be this horrible thing, or we see it as an opportunity to just tweak and pivot and change and get to the goal. And every success is a is a little goal that we have maybe not consciously made, but you've reached it. Celebrate it. It'll help set up the next one. So I think that that's a pivotal, um, it's a pivotal mindset that for most they struggle with is the concept around failure. And there's deeper issues at play when you look at failure. What is it that I'm feeling through failure? People are going to judge me. I'm rejected. Um, could be a million things. Um, but what is the fear base, right? What are all of those low-grade emotions that are coming up? And a really cool little exercise to do is to identify them. 
So if you look at, okay, I got to make these phone calls. This is the difference between my sales this month and not. Okay, that means I got to make these phone calls. Well, I don't want to make these phone calls. And what if I make 100 phone calls and I get no one says yes? Okay, first and foremost, if no one says yes, over 100 phone calls, there's probably something that needs to be changed in the way that you're approaching it, the way that you're speaking with them, or something, something in your process is off. Because out of 100 people, usually there's an alignment if you're providing something that the client really needs. And if you haven't figured out how to articulate that with them, they have no interest whatsoever. So it's, it's usually something in the process. But, and that's easy to fix, right? Processes are easy to fix. This is the hardest thing that we struggle against with anything in our business. Always. Oh, but. The buts that hold us back. The should-haves. Oh my God, the guilt and regret with should. I need to do this. I need to do that. I need to do this. I need to do that. Disempowering words. If we reframe stuff to ourselves, we will find massive success in a very short period of time. So don't, did I just say don't? First and foremost, think of failure as an opportunity. It's a fun experiment with an outcome and your outcome gets you closer to the big goal or not. And if it's not, it's a tweaking. What, what's working here? What didn't work? Is it wording? Is it, what is it? Am I clear on my message, my offer, and what is aligning with my client? What do they really need and how can I serve that? Okay, now when it comes to fearful things, this is another really great tool that I teach, uh, but you're gonna get a little bit of it here. So. And I, I'm just going to kind of keep this pretty simple. So when you're thinking about something like I got to make all these calls. Okay. Worst case scenario, what could happen? Well, every hundred of them say no, right? Worst case scenario. So I'm no better off than when I first called and all I've done now is put in some time. Sucks, but it's not the end of the world. Best case scenario, I actually get sales out of it. Maybe I hit my quota or better this month. Or I, I don't like to think of things as quotas ever. I really like to think of things more like an alignment of what really helps them. So yay, I've really succeeded in making sure that I've helped 20 people this month. Or I've really, you know, enhanced their life. Or it's framing Everything that we're doing is about framing in our own headspace before we can even articulate it out. So worst case scenario, best case scenario, somewhere in the middle. These are excellent tools and an excellent way for you to approach anything you're afraid of. Okay, worst case scenario is this. Best case scenario is this. Somewhere in the middle is this. Chances are I'm going to probably be somewhere in the middle. And if it's a worst case scenario, it's never going to be it's never going to be something so, so devastating that it's not worth your risk. Actually, let me rephrase that. It just depends on what you're doing. 
<laughs> but in most cases, in almost all cases, especially when you're dealing with your business and you're doing things that are above board and totally legal, and you're always aligned with what is right for the client and you, it's creating a win-win, then honestly, this is a really, really great way to approach it. What's best for the client? How can I serve them? How can I make sure that they get the most from this experience or the most from our product? Or what can I give them that's really going to be great for them? Right? If you're coming from that space, then worst case, best case, middle is always going to serve you. So two tools. And actually, really, the last is all about framing. So if your messaging isn't coming out right, and really, actually, I'm thinking more along the lines of sales, and I've had many a conversations with entrepreneurs that I've worked with that talk about, but I, you know, they're really looking at the sales. Like, I, I don't know where my sales are going to come from and sales and sales. Okay, sales are wonderful. Sales mean that you have been able to align in some awesome way with your clients. So again, frame this. How can I serve them? What can I do to bring the most value to them without, without taking everything away from me? That's not an alignment. Win-wins are what you're looking for. Always, always create something where it's you giving something really valuable and they are paying for what is really valuable. It's a win-win. If they're not paying for what you are offering, they don't see the value. If you are talking always about price, they don't see the value. So show them the value of what you're offering and they should have no problems. Or if they do, again, misalignment. They are not the right customer for you. And it's okay, oh my gosh, it's so okay to say no to a potential client or customer. It's okay. If it's misaligned, it's no different than me coming to your house with my house key, trying it in the lock to discover it doesn't fit, <laughs> right? I can't get in your door. It's okay. It's not my house. It's not meant to be my house. It's no different for a misaligned client. Sometimes we come across people or situations or companies that just aren't right for us or we are just not right for them. You know, like I had a really hard time with this for all, actually for a very long time. When I was in finance, I wanted to help every single person. And then I realized I can't help every single person. Every single person doesn't want to be helped. Every single person doesn't want to hear what I have to say. That was a tough one for me. And then same happens now as a coach. I want to help every single person out there. <laughs> right? I want to elevate every single person I can because I know the power of what this offers. But everyone's not there. And I also recognize that now at this stage, I'm not the person that you want to come to if you're just tapping your toes in the water. You know, you're just like, I'm not sure about this stuff. I don't know if I actually believe in any of you know, I don't believe in the power of the mind and I don't believe that we actually draw things to us or repel things or any of this stuff. Like if you're not there, I'm just not the right person for you. And that's okay. And that's okay. So with your business, what can you do today, right now? One step 
even if it means that you are, you're, I don't know, maybe you're taking a course so that you can elevate your skill sets, or maybe you're reaching out to one new person today, or maybe you're going to put something up on social media because you love it so much, right? Or maybe you do love social media. But what are you going to do one step today that can help you build that greater value, that greater connection, that greater understanding of what is really going to drive your business, set up more value for your client, and create win-wins. Now, I said that our framing of how we see our business, how we see clients, how we see failure, how we see success, all of these things are very heavily interplayed with how our business actually does. So if we are stuck in mindsets that are limited, lots of buts, but you don't understand mine's different, my favorite, and trust me, oh my God, did I say that to myself enough and say that to other people, but you don't understand. And, but this, and by that, and I live in this city and it's mindsets. So are you finding yourself or catching yourself? And if you're catching yourself, this is really good. So are you finding yourself or catching yourself in a limit, in a block, in something that's going, well, why do I keep doing this? And I'm not getting the results. You know, I'm putting the time and effort in, but I'm not getting the results. You got a block. Cool, awesome thing about blocks is they can all be removed and then your business flies. So if you're finding yourself in this position, reach out. This is what coaches are here for. We honestly love working through blocks because we get to see you move to levels that you never expected, but we can see in you. We help keep you accountable. We help hold the, we hold up your pillar when you can't, when you can't see it. We're there to help guide you. And we're, and we're also there to really make sure that you have a very clear vision of what it is you want. Because a lot of times we think we want something. I think I want this. Or I, th I, I just want to make more money. Okay. Well, how do you want to make more money? Well, I want more clients. What does that mean for you? Does that mean that those clients are going to create more stress in your life? Does that mean that those clients are going to be a streamline in your business and we're going to do some automation that's going to help you? What does that mean to you? And really getting clear on what you want that drives your happiness your confidence, your abilities and your skill sets and all the amazing gifts that you have forward. So coaches are really well known for kind of clarifying what it is that really matters to you and then helping drive that initiative in your life and make sure that you are aligned with that so that you make great money because people reward you for the incredible gifts you're bringing to them. Awesome, right? <sighs> yeah. I love it. <laughs> Can you tell I love what I do? I love being in someone's corner. I love giving them support because that was one of the things that I discovered when I was younger is I felt like I didn't have the support and then I couldn't give it for a long time. And now I'm so full, it's so easy for me to give. 
it's one of my favorite gifts to share is that support and that vision. I love to support vision. It's fun. <laughs> it's really fun. And it's really fun to clarify vision. <laughs> oh, that's juicy to me. And transformation actually is one of the most beautiful. <sighs> Brings such pride, <laughs> but such beautiful, joyful pride. Like the parent that sees their kid walk for the first time and is just like so excited and so happy to see this moment because they always knew you had it in you. It's amazing. So today, I hope you take some of what I've said and implement it. Take it and implement it. Use some of this. Start to look at how am I setting myself up for success? What are some of the blocks that I'm experiencing? What are the emotions around what I'm experiencing? There's a really beautiful process that clients and I go through that kind of flush out all of these blocks and these things that are stopping you. And honestly, it's so freeing. It's so freeing. And your business literally goes from like this push hard struggle to this amazing flow because you are no longer stopping yourself in so many ways that you didn't realize you were doing. So I'll give you a quick, pardon me, a quick example of something that I've done. <laughs> as much as I am on this podcast and I have done lots of social media and stuff, I've had massive issues around doing this where you can see me. I have no problems with a one-on-one. -on -one. I speak on stages. I still get nervous, which is really funny. <laughs> I still get nervous, but I've learned how to turn that around and actually use it as a massive benefit to the audience that I'm working with in that, in that event. I actually find that the more nervous I get, it's the more energy I get to shove into that talk and that event. And it ends up being this absolutely beautiful, beautiful experience. I'm so, I, I love speaking on stages, but this whole like speaking to you like this and doing like Facebook lives and the whole concept around a Facebook live or an Instagram live or any of these lives is starting to freak me out. Why is that? Because it's a limiting thought. It's a limiting belief somewhere in there about being visible. And actually I've done a flush out on this. So I'm actually much better with getting out there and being less afraid to do it because how can I serve you best? Isn't by sitting here in my space thinking myself into helping you. <laughs> not. It's not how I'm ever going to be able to help you or how you're ever going to find the value in some of the stuff that's being delivered. So I'd much rather give you the best of me. I'd much rather show up for you a hundred percent unapologetically. You'll love me or not. And that's okay. You know, it's the key in my house. It's the key in your house. If you're a fit, you're a fit. And if you are, that's so awesome then you keep following <laughs> and hit the like and subscribe button. <laughs> but if I'm not a fit, that's okay too. And I send you off with so much love wrapped around you because you need the support and love. And if it's not with me, I hope you find it with who is right for you. So working through blocks, uber important, whatever they may be, that prevents you from showing up and being your 100% you where you could really make an impact in this world. 
because I know deep down, all of us want to make an impact. All of us want to help others. All of us do. And we can't really make an impact or help others anywhere near the level that we are capable of or want to if we are stuck in our limiting thoughts, beliefs, and, and our blocks. So if this actually is resonating with you and you're finding, yeah, I know I've got some blocks. I, I just don't know what to do with this. I really want to work through them. There is a link at the bottom of this podcast and on the YouTube podcast. So whichever way you're viewing this, we're listening to this. There's a link for a calendar and you can sign up for an alignment call. The alignment call does a couple things. One flushes out what you want, because I think everyone should know what they really want so that they at least have a destination in mind and they can drive forward, <laughs> right? Most of us don't even have that. So that's the first thing. Then we look at the stuff that's like, what's in the way? What's really in your way? What have you tried? What have you not? And let's flush that out. And then here are some of the steps you can take that will help you move to that big goal, to what you really want. It's awesome. I love these calls. They're so beautiful. <laughs> so the call is for you, my friend. <laughs> Oh, I love that statement for you, my friend. Um, sort of an inside joke. <laughs> for you, I'm offering these. These alignment calls are totally complimentary. There's no obligation. At the end of the call, if we are a fit and this is something you want, you're more than welcome to come on board and work with me. If it's not, again, I send you off with love there is no pressure here. That's not the purpose of what I do or how I will ever be able to help somebody, ever. So I encourage you to book a call and really discover what's like, what gets you jumping out of bed? What makes your heart sing? What's stopping you from having that heart sing and that jumping out of bed excitement every day and that Thing that drives you and makes you feel like you're super on purpose. You're living your life on purpose and there's no regrets. It just feels freaking great. Yeah. I encourage you book a call. Like I said, if this isn't for you, no biggie. I kiss you. I send you off with the most love. So go be the exception to the rule. Listen to this podcast again and take notes and go out and implement some of this stuff. Ask yourself these questions. Okay, and I actually, I have to leave you with this because this is really one of the most life-changing questions someone can ask you if you're ever sitting on a fence, okay? If you're ever sitting on a fence about whether or not something's right for you, and it doesn't matter if it's about this coaching, you know, should I move forward with a coach or should I buy that house or should I take that job or whatever? It doesn't matter what, what, decision you're sitting on and you're not sure, is it the right timing? Is it too much money? You know, like, is this the right investment for me? Whatever. This is a great question. So ask yourself this. If I did nothing today, okay? Same old, same old. Life continues on the way it is. What will my life look like, feel like, and be like 
in five years time or 10 years time. Don't give yourself any buts. Don't let, don't let the limits to come in. Just really think about this and be honest with yourself. I know for me, that was one of the most terrifying questions I've ever experienced. Because I realized right then and there, I couldn't live the way I was, not for one second longer. I needed to get off that fence and do something. <laughs> so beautiful souls, have an absolutely extraordinary week. degrees are what Virginia employers are looking for. Get the in-demand skills you need to land your dream job. Visit onlinevirginia.net to explore online degree options from our partner Virginia colleges and universities and find the right program for you.